Live from the Journeys Group Studio, this is Taking Care of Business. Good day, this is Tommy Pate, Taking Care of Business. Today is the first week of September, the, uh, well I guess the first full week, September actually started Friday, uh, week of Labor Day. Uh, the week of what a lot of people say is beginning of fall, but it's the usual torrid, hot, humid weather that we're used to here in North Carolina. Uh, as you can see, I'm doing solo today. My partner in crime is uh, out for the week on vacation. He's actually gone next week, too, so you are stuck with me for the next two weeks. But I took pity on you. Next week, we have uh, a special guest coming in, so you won't have to deal with me uh, but just one week. Since George is not here, I am not going to get into our usual diatribe about things in Raleigh and, and uh, uh, Washington, D.C., because uh, he's the one that pulls back the reins and gets me back on track. So I'm not going to get on, up onto a soapbox. So uh, glad that college football is back. Had a good weekend. Carolina won. State won. East Carolina didn't win, but they did well. They they showed well up, up against Michigan. So all in all, a good weekend. Labor Day's over with, back to work, ready for the holiday season and for cooler temperatures. My name is Tommy Pate. I am a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aiden, North Carolina, just outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252 252-304-1019. 252-304-1019. Uh, our website is www.thejourneysgroup.com. Website has a variety of financial articles on it uh, that rotate through. It has our contact information. It has uh, our schedule in case you want to get an appointment with one of us. Uh, has updates on our upcoming events. I believe the next upcoming event is a Social Security slash retirement seminar we're having here in Greenville. I believe it's October 8th and 9th or October 9th and 10th. I forget, but but the website will have it. Uh, it also has links to YouTube, to Instagram, and to Facebook. And last but not least, last but not not least, as I mangle the English languages today, uh, it has links to our podcast, Taking Care of Business. We're on 19 different podcast platforms, and uh, you can kind of pick out your favorite platform, as George would say. Pick out the one that's got the prettiest logo and go to that one, and there we are. Um, so let's get started today. We, as, as some of the, those of you know that listen to us, God bless you, there are, most of our shows are uh, precipitated by questions that we have the previous week and and uh, from different people different clients last week we had a couple of questions which made me start thinking about it and so we're going to talk about life financial life cycles today uh, a lot of people come to us uh, for our expertise and i air quoted when i said that just so you'll know and where they're at in life chronologically doesn't match up with where they're at in life financially and so i kind of wanted to go through the five or six different segments of life and where you should be and what you should be focused on that sort of thing all right obviously start off being born birth to graduation um, your parents are kind of in charge of that then there are three things that need to be done uh, if you're a parent of a child that hasn't gone out into the world yet, number one is you need to buy them some life insurance and strictly for the purpose of guaranteeing their insurability. Uh, I've been in practice 40 years 
and I have had one person in 40 years that developed a significant life-altering disease that was not terminable, but certainly made them uninsurable. And fortunately, uh, this young lady's uh, father bought life insurance for her when she was about two years old and bought a fairly decent amount. So as she became an adult and as she uh, began adult responsibilities, she became a mother, she had children, she was working, married, that sort of thing. She didn't have to go buy life insurance. Uh, she didn't qualify for it anymore because of her health, but because of what her dad had done, she already she already had it. So, buy life insurance policy for the little ones to to guarantee their insurability. You can put a rider on a life insurance policy called Guaranteed Insurability Option. It's very inexpensive, but it will guarantee your child the right to buy insurance as they get older. Start a savings account, and as the children get old enough to understand the concept, teach them how to save. Now, my wife, Ginger, is a, is a, uh, ex-school teacher. And so, like most school moms, she's, she's got pretty rigid discipline. She kind of, you know, toes the line about some things. So our children, when they were growing up, got allowances, but they got allowances if they did their chores. And even at three years old, they were expected to pick up their toys or, uh, I think even to make up their bed, which basically was just pull, you know, pull the, the blankets and sheets up. But in our house, what we told them from day one is when you get money, you have to put 25% in the bank. You have to get 10% to the church, to Jesus, and you can spend the other 65%. So we kind of raised our children with the concept, not about saving money, but hey, you can spend 65% of whatever you get on whatever you want to. And so as adults, one's 34, one's 28, or one will be, George will be 28 tomorrow, actually, his birthday is Thursday. Um, But as adults, they both have fairly robust savings accounts because they got in the habit of living off 65% of what they made. So it's never too early to teach a child that. Last but not least, open a Roth account for them as quickly as legally you can do that. Uh, A Roth account uh, from the tax code is absolutely legal stealing for your children. And you can start a Roth account for them when they start making money for their first time. And uh, you will be amazed what tax-free compound interest does. You, you start a Roth account when a child is 14 or 15 years old. And by the time they're 60, it, it's amazing how much it accrues. All right. So that's the, the three things from birth to graduation. Life insurance for insurability. Teach them how to save and get them a Roth account. When they, you get your first adult job, your first big boy or big girl job, most of you at that point are probably, most of us are probably not married and we probably don't have children. So you want to immediately max out the retirement benefits at your job. Uh, if they do a 6% match in your 401k, you do 6%. Uh, you max out every corporate benefit that they have. Uh, if they offer you additional life insurance, take it. If they offer you um, uh, deferred compensation, take it. But max out all the corporate benefits and max out all the retirement plans. Get get, uh, intentional in saving money and and putting money away. If you get in the habit of doing this before you have children and before you're married, it's a simple habit to continue. If you don't start doing this until you're in your 40s or so, it's very difficult. Not to mention the fact you've lost 20 years of compound interest. So max out the corporate benefits. Max out whatever time they give you. 
continue your savings program. Continue putting 25% of your money uh, into the bank. And for goodness sakes, continue giving 10% to the Lord. Uh, that is absolutely paramount. And be very aggressive in your investing. You're young. You got plenty of time to make up a bad market. Be wide open with your aggressive. It'd be I mean, almost be as aggressive as you want to be. All right. Life cycle three. You get married and or you have children. That changes your situation considerably, so you're probably going to need some life insurance. At the very least, you're going to need to look at your life insurance situation because you just became responsible for another life. And uh, if the good Lord calls you home, you've got to be able to uh, – that that child has to be economically taken care of. Continue maxing out your corporate benefits and your and your, your retirement. Continue savings. Continue aggressiveness for the investment. But start thinking about college funding. Now, in today's world, college funding is not as critical as it was 20 years ago because there's the federal government offers so many different ways that you can save for college. Uh, but having said that, uh, all of the things the federal government gives you are in terms of loans that you can pay back. Now, the current administration seems determined to to waive that, but that's an unrealistic expectation, uh, which is somewhat Okay, here's my little snarky comment, which is somewhat how what the Democrats feel like is that if it's unrealistic, it should be done. Never mind. Let's get back. Um, so anyway, uh, go ahead and set up college funding. Um, don't um, don't um, don't wait till the kid till till, till the child is eight, eighteen years old. That doesn't work. Well, it does work, but it's a bad idea. Um, number three. Okay, no, I'm sorry. So life insurance. Make sure that. Um, uh, make sure that um, you have somebody look at your situation and determine if you have enough insurance to take care of a child and or a spouse. Again, uh, continue the maxing out retirement and corporate benefits and that kind of thing. And think about college funding. All right, and you're in your 50s now. Now, typically, people come to our office when they're in their 50s. Um. A lot of times, I'm not going to say it's too late, but a lot of times it's very difficult to get back on course because when you're in your 50s, you have 10 to 15 years left of your retirement, I mean, before you're going to retire. And so it's a little bit difficult then. It's not impossible, but it's much, much harder to get you straightened out for a retirement package then. But, okay, when you're in your 50s, you start backing off your aggressiveness. Your investment portfolio should be toning back down. And the reason is that uh, you know if you're in your 50s, prior to retirement, you're going to have at least one, possibly two bad stock market years. And you don't want to be victimized by that. You don't want to have a bad year two years before you retire and then you don't have enough time to 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 make that loss back up so first thing you're going to do is back off your aggressiveness uh we see so many portfolios of people that are just ridiculously aggressive uh for a 50 year old or 60 or even a 70 year old so back off your aggressiveness second thing and this is big look at your debt the more of your debt you can get rid of then the easier your retirement is going to be. Let me give you an example. Um, let's assume that you owe that you've got um, a five hundred dollar month credit card payment, a fifteen hundred dollar month house payment, 
and $600 in, uh, let's say another $500 in, in college loans that you're paying back. So you've got $2,500 a month in, in, in debt payment every month. Now, $2,500 a month is $30,000 a year for you to make $30,000 a year for you to get $30,000 a year. You probably have to make about 36 or 37,000 because of taxes. So let's just say 36,000. Is it easier to, well, let's back up. So $36,000 a year. So in retirement, your income has to include that $36,000 a year to help pay, you know, to help pay this debt. Now, it requires about, uh, about 750000 of assets to kick out $36,000 a year of income in retirement. Is it easier to pay that debt off in the next 10 or 12 years, or is it easier to save three quarters of a million dollars? And the answer is, obviously, it's easier to pay the debt off. By paying the debt off, you have achieved the same thing as if you save three quarters of a million dollars. You just reduced your need of that $36,000 of income. So when you're in your 50s, it depends upon, again, everybody's different. So this is generality. But when you're in your 50s, it may be time to start focusing more on debt service to get your debts paid off and less on stack, putting money up for, for retirement. Now, if you're one of those people that unfortunately has $50,000 in an IRA and that's it, all right, then we that we'll kind of focus on getting you some more money. But for the vast majority of you that have a decent 401k or profit sharing plan or IRA or Roth or what have you, getting out of debt, paying off your debt will be far more effective than putting money, you know, putting more money away. Um, if that's of interest to you, call that's that's a that is a very basic concept, but most people don't think about it. Uh, it's actually better illustrated on paper, but if that's if you're curious about that, call us at 252-304-1019, and we'll be glad to go over that with you. But um, anyway, so analyze your debt. Third thing, where's your income coming from in retirement? You're 10 or 15 years out from retirement. Now it's time to start thinking about, all right, is it coming from 401k? Is it coming? Yeah, if you're going to retire at 55, for example, you don't really have access to your qualified money, your IRAs and your 401ks and that kind of thing. So where's that retirement coming from? So this is a time in your life. This is a cycle in your life where you start uh, figuring out where is the income going to come from when I retire and you start making projections. You don't wait until you're three years out. You start making projections. And at this stage in life, you also consider long-term care insurance. Uh, we actually, our show next week is on long-term care, so I won't get into detail about that. But, but this is the time you start thinking about things like that. So when you're in your 50s, you back off on the aggressiveness. You analyze your debt structure and figure out, you know, where's it, what, what can we get rid of? You go ahead and start making, uh, start thinking about where your income is coming from in retirement. You make some projections. You think about long-term care. Now, the vast majority of people that come to us in their 50s have done none of this. And that's the, that 50s, that 10, 12 years out of retirement is an absolutely critical time. Uh, it's probably the most critical life cycle you have where you have to plan and you have to start thinking about what's going on. All right, five years out of retirement, you're five years away from retirement, 
you start locking down your income streams. You start uh, consolidating and thinking about where is my income coming from. And instead of doing projections and expectations, you're getting serious about it now. Check on your Social Security. How much is that going to be? When is it appropriate to take it? Is it part of your um, – uh, is a significant part of your income. Now, most people don't count Social Security, and you should. Social Security is going to be anywhere from the vast majority of you from $1,500 a month to $3,500 a month. And unless you are George's age, it will be there when you retire. It's, it's not going to disappear any, anytime soon. So check on your Social Security. And by check it, I mean not just see what it's going to be, but make sure it's accurate. Uh, I check mine every year. The, the Social Security benefits are based on the, uh, the best 30 years of income that you have, and sometimes they get it wrong. Sometimes they get an income wrong, and it's, it's very easy to correct. But if you go online to socialsecurity.gov and check your Social Security, it will list your best – it will list every year of your income stream, and you can make sure that they're on target. All right, retirement is here. You have walked away. It's, you just, it's done. All right, first thing is you live large. You have a good time. You, I actually met with a couple yesterday and said, you know, you're about three years away from retirement. What do you want to do? And they said, well, we've done pretty much everything we want to do. And I said, okay, we'll come up with some new ideas then. Retirement is a time to, to spread your wings and to, and to, to be adventurous. So start living large. Uh, Go and investigate again. Follow up with Social Security and Medicare and a Medicare supplement. This is a time to get your ducks in a row for hospitalization, that kind of thing. Um, you know, all this stuff kicks in when you're when you're you're sixty five, but it's not if you're sixty two or sixty three and retiring. It's not too soon to to stop and look at that. And if you're retiring prior to sixty five. Make sure you've got some hospitalization in place because you're going to lose your corporate insurance probably. Most places take it away from you. And you do have to have health insurance until 65. So make sure you got that uh, aspect figured out. Think about estate planning. Uh, it is very easy to say, well, when I die, my spouse is going to get everything. And when she dies, our kids are going to get everything. If you are a normal human being, that works great. If you own a business, that's not such a good idea because is your spouse going to run the business? Or do you have one kid that's going to inherit, one child that's going to inherit the business and the rest is going to, I mean, I, I, you know, how do you figure this out? Let's, let's look at mine and Ginger's situation. All right. We have the Journeys Group, uh, which, you know, which is a decent business the Lord's blessed us with. Well, George, my son, works at the Journeys Group. Our daughter, Casey, has absolutely no interest in it whatsoever. So, when the good Lord calls both of us home, George will inherit the journeys group. But I have to compensate Casey for that. I've, that's my daughter. I've got to figure out a way to make sure she gets an equal value. And so Ginger and I have sat down and spent time trying to figure out, okay, if George gets this, Casey gets this, you know, how does it work out? Now, I'm 63. I hope I don't die anytime soon. But if something happens to me, I don't want my family to be stuck trying to figure out what, I, what my wishes and my last thoughts were. So, uh, and the fact that I'm 63 also means that I'm doing three things right now. Uh, number one, I'm slamming my debt, getting out of debt or trying to. Number two is I, I kind of know where my income is coming from when I retire. I've already looked at, I've analyzed it. I've made those projections. I can see where it's coming from and, uh, I'm doing the estate planning. 
haven't started looking at Medicare supplements yet or Medicare, but it's very close because I turned 64 in November. So uh, a year from now, essentially a year from now, I'll be, you know, I'll be signing up for Medicare. Now, fortunately, in my case, the we have, you know, George is, is our Medicare expert. So I haven't done a lot of work on that because I'm just going to throw, throw the ball to his course. So, um, but anyway, that's the that's last part. So I think you, my point is there's six significant different cycles in your life in anybody's life and there's six distinctly different tasks in each of these cycles and if you do each of these tasks in each of these cycles then when you do get to the end game retirement and or uh, death everything's in place if you ignore it which most people do unfortunately if you ignore when you're 45 or 50 years old it becomes a very difficult knot to untie. So very quickly again, let me see. We got about about five minutes left. So remember, birth to graduation, buy life insurance for your kids to guarantee their insurability. Teach them how to save and set up a Roth account. When you get your first adult job, your first big boy or big girl job, max out your retirement benefits immediately. Max out whatever corporate benefits you offered immediately. Start investing and be fairly aggressive with what you're doing in, in terms of investments and continue savings. This is also a good time to meet with a financial planner and start laying out kind of, kind of a, a, a financial roadmap. All right, cycle three. This is if, if you get married and have children, reevaluate your life insurance because you got a, a little person now that's dependent upon you. Consider college funding. And that this is the most critical time. If you have not sat down with a financial planner, now's the time to do it. Now, I did not say financial advisor. I did not say stockbroker. I said financial planner. A CFP, financial planner, somebody that's going to sit down and sketch out the next 60 years of your life and what financially you should be doing to prepare for the, the different events in the future. An advisor doesn't do that. A stockbroker doesn't do that. They just sell stuff. So get with a CFP, get with a financial planner. When you're in your 50s, you start backing off on your aggressiveness. Your investments need to to tail down a little bit to be a little more conservative. Uh, Analyze your debt structure. What have you got? What can you get rid of? What can um, uh, the the more debt you pay off, the easier retirement is going to be. Where is your income coming from in retirement? Uh, Do you have a pension? What's your 401k going to pay out? Do you have an IRA? Uh, do you have rental property? Sit down and make projections about if you quit work today, where would your money come from and how much is that money going to be? Consider long-term care. Uh, this is it's an absolute critical part of financial planning. Most people overlook it. Uh, if you don't have that properly taken care of, it can absolutely bankrupt you down the road if you have uh, uh, some unfortunate events. Five years out of retirement, start thinking about what retirement's going to be like. Start planning on your fun stuff. Check on Social Security and make sure that the numbers they have are what you think they should be. And go ahead and factor in Social Security as being a a significant player in, in your retirement income. Confirm the income stream that you think you're going to have. What's in your 401k? What's in your pension? What's in your IRA? Where are you going to get money to live off of? And you want to make sure that this money is enough to, to, to last you for your lifetime. Again, if you visit with a financial planner 20 years prior to that, all this would already be done. 
because you've already got to figure it out in terms of what's um uh you know like you uh, he or she would have done the compound interest and the inflation that that, that sort of stuff for you um retirement you're finally there live large enjoy social security <laughs> make sure you're getting it uh, if you're not 65, uh, make sure you have hospitalization in place to cover you until you hit 65 and Medicare starts. Start investigating Medicare and your Medicare supplement. Uh, all these things are, are important, and don't wait until it's the day before. Go ahead and do it now. Uh, I mentioned earlier, I'm 60, I'll be 65 November a year from now. So about mm, probably February, I'll start looking at this set, the uh, Medicare, Medicare supplements, that, that kind of thing. And last but not least, estate planning. If this is of interest to you, give us a call at 252-304-1019. Again, that's 252-304-1019. Financial planning is like dieting and getting in shape. It's very difficult if you wait till the end and have to do it all at once. If you do a little step at a time, it works out great. We have seen people that uh, did not make a lot of money their, during their lifetime, but retired beautifully because during their lifetime, they saved, they played by the rules, and they ended up having a retirement that was substantially more than their working in- income was. You can be one of those. Uh, I have rarely, like I said, I've been in practice 40 years, and I have rarely met somebody that we couldn't, I'm air quoting, we, we, we couldn't fix. So if you've got any concerns about where you're at in retirement, now's the time to call us, 252-304-1019. The longer you wait, the more difficult it is to fix. Well, I hear the music in my ear, so I need to ease out of here. Uh, I appreciate y'all visiting with me today. I'm sorry George wasn't here, but he'll be back. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Look forward to visiting with you next week. This is Tommy Tate, taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and perspectives for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.